broken And I recently had my heart broken Broken! So I did what any logical person would do What did you do? I made a podcast about it Why? Because no matter who you are or where you're from When you get dumped, everybody's talking about it Are they, bitch? Famously dumped Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Famously Dumped. I'm your host, Morgan Miller. This is the show where we talk exclusively about getting dumped, about breakups that we didn't choose, we didn't want, we didn't do anything except get dumped. Uh, And I'm your host. And as always, we check in with me and my emotions and how I'm feeling in the current day and moment. And guys, today I'm feeling fucking tired. I'm tired today. I don't know if that's an emotion or just a physical state, but I'm tired. But when I start doing the show, you know, your girl gets energized because I'm so excited to have my guests. And today I have a really great guest, such a very, oh, he's a special guy. He's a really good friend of mine. I've known him for years. Um, He's a brilliant comedian. He has a half hour on Comedy Central and he has a full hour on Amazon of stand-up comedy. So go check those out. Adam Newman, hello! Dumb. (laughs) how are you i'm doing good i'm currently not dumped but i've been dumped before i'm doing great how are you thanks for having me let's jump into it so we for the uh ex that we're gonna be talking about that you got dumped by we don't use their real names because of anonymity and we don't this isn't like bashing our exes it's more like myself from just blurting out her full her real first and last name yes 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 yes, yes as soon as he said we don't use their names, I immediately wanted to go, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, so we don't do that. And I, for me, I use uh, my ex is Darcy. That's the name I've given her. Um, okay. But yeah, this isn't like fuck our exes. It's more like, how did we not die after we got dumped? So sure. um, well, we're going to pick an alias for your ex. So Brandon, pull up the slide. Great. These are the top 10 baby names of 2019. Wow. Uh, so you can pick an alias from this for your ex-girlfriend, correct? Girlfriend. Yeah. I want to call her Theodore. Theodore? <laughs> yeah. Great. All right, great. Theodore is a is a can be a girl and a boy name. Well, this this happens to be a lady, but uh, well, I think Theodore is a fun name for a, a lady. And uh I don't know. We're on. I'll tell you. We're on good terms now. Uh, we're on fine terms now. Um, Great. But, but. I, maybe I hope it doesn't turn into bad terms. But I could see her. I think she looks a little bit like a Theodore. <laughs> Good. Well, Theodore uh, sounds like a great name for this ex that has dumped you. Great. Uh, Theodore's the name. Uh, now we go on to a quick, before we dive into it, we do a quick little section that we like to call Dump Stats. Dump Stats. Wow. I never thought my official 2015 headshot would be used for Dump Stats. It's like a baseball card. So first question we have to ask you is... How uh, many times have you been dumped? Wow. Okay. Uh, long-term relationships. Um, this one that I'm going to talk about today, my most recent before this, I got dumped. Two two big long-term dumps. And then I guess I like a six-month one before that, three. 
and then ten, three three that really hurt me and okay. then a few like short term ones or are we dumping out back together but i'd say I've, I've officially been dumped let's call it three times okay have you ever dumped someone long the long term ones I would say, yeah, I, I think I've done one big dumping and a, a one big dumping and a, then a, a bunch of little dumpings. For the one we're talking about with Theodore, which I love, uh, how long ago did it happen? This was, I'm going to think I, I was probably 26 or 27. Okay. And I'm and 37 now, so like 10 years ago. Like 10 years ago. Okay. So yeah. super fresh. How long were you guys together? About two and a half years, two years, two and a half years. Okay, two and a half years. And then how are you feeling emotionally about the breakup uh, today? Great. Today I feel great about it. I mean, and I think it's a lot easier to say that when you're 10 years uh, past a breakup than if it was like six months ago or even like, I mean, even like two years ago or something. But uh, yeah. I feel good about it now. I'm in a great, healthy relationship now. And she is either engaged or married or something at this point to someone who I think she's like super in love with. So, so then, and then the last that is when this, when Theodore broke up with you, did you go full psycho? Okay. So psycho is a interesting term, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I when didn't flip psycho. out. I wasn't like, do you want to know? So what I what I did and what I what I what I did for the first time, which was not like a plan, but is what I ended up doing for every other breakup I've ever had that killed me. And some people could say it's a psychotic thing because I am one of those dudes who doesn't deal with his feelings very well. And mm -hmm. so what I do and is maybe related to what you're even doing with this thing is I I forced every feeling as far down as I possibly could. And I completely dove into, uh, <laughs> completely dove into like a project or work is what I did. Like at that time, I was like a new yeah. comedian. I hadn't done, I hadn't really done anything yet um, that meant anything to anybody. And so um, I focused all, and I wasn't not a headlining comedian or anything like that. But I just put every ounce of energy into doing comedy thousand times harder than I ever had in my life. And I just, that's when I decided I'm going to put out an album, which it was way too early for me to put out an album. But I spent, I mean, I just spent all my time working on jokes and tweaking jokes and going out and reaching out to people and setting shows up on the road. And I put all my energy into this project, which at the time was the biggest thing I thought I was capable of doing, which was doing an album. And um, that set a trend for like every other long-term breakup I ever did. Like every, every long-term Every hurtful breakup for me always led to like dive into a project, put all that energy yeah. into something productive. And so that's how I ended up doing. I mean, I don't, I, that's how I ended up diving into albums and specials and all that stuff was yeah. mostly breakups. Yeah. A lot so of the people, yeah. like a psychotic work ethic, it like it, out of it. Yeah. Um, that's great. Yeah, a lot of the guests we've had are like the thing I did immediately was just like throw myself into stand up, um, which like yeah. I I definitely put myself back into comedy for sure. Yeah, well, because you have something to focus on that doesn't make you think about it. You have a really 
uh, like-minded, supportive group of people who actually completely encourage you to let it all out and, you know, like, uh, and, oh, and the other thing I did, which may be a psychotic, but maybe not, but I, I know a lot of people do it, is I slept with everybody in New York. Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's psycho, but it is something people do. Um, some yeah. people, some people like, some people will not sleep with people or date people for a very long time. You know, they'll be like, I take over it. I'm just, I'm going to keep to myself. Um, my thing, I'm all, everything I do after a breakup or getting dumped is, um, whatever I can do to get my mind off it. Uh, oh. it really is just like deflect or, or, uh, yeah. Uh, is deflect the right word? Um, this not deal with the pain, though. Yeah, some just detach, not deal with. Yeah, and and sleeping with people is fun anyway. Uh, like even if you're not sad, even if you're just in your regular dating thing and you're you're sleeping with people or whatever. But um, uh, and you're not allowed to do it when you're in an exclusive relationship, which I I've never cheated on anybody in my life, and uh, so all of a sudden you're single. And you're sad, and so your consolation prize for the biggest sadness ever is you're allowed to go sleep with uh, whoever you want. And so that made me feel happy uh, sometimes, and yeah. uh, and sad while I was waiting in line at the Brooklyn uh, free clinics the other times. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm also an extremely anxious dude, and I have uh, that. That was a, that's a fear also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. These are your stats overall. Uh, so you have had two big times where you've been dumped. Three is what you're saying. Three big times. Three big times. Great. You've dumped someone once, uh, like a big one, one time. You yeah. this, this particular dump with Theodore, that was 10 years ago. You were 26, and you guys dated for two and a half years, and you're feeling great about it because you're usually friends with your exes. And in terms of full psycho... I don't think you were full psycho, but you had dove into work and you fucked a lot. So, you know, yeah. brag, 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 Adam. You fuck, you can <laughs> fuck whoever you want. I don't know I, if you've heard of these um, online dating apps. <laughs> but uh, anybody can uh, fuck a lot of people if they, if they if they know how to, if they can, if they can not be a fucking creep texting people. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's honest. Yeah, you know what? And that's what the viewers need to know. Okay, cool. So we kind of learned a little bit about how you dealt with it. But like, let's just have a really, really quick overview of how you met and how the relationship was in general until you got broken up with. Okay. Just go? Go. Yes. yes. All right. Go. We met. We actually have it's a... Okay, we met. Uh, I was doing stand-up. Do you remember the comedy club Comics in New York that no longer exists? Yes, I do. We uh, So the base, the, the, the basement, Ochi's Lounge, I was doing a, they would do like a seven o'clock and a nine o'clock show or something. I did the early show mm -hmm. and I used to have a joke about, it was like one of those, I did a joke on stage about, uh, it was like one of those celebrity lookalike websites where you upload your picture to the website and it gives you your closest celebrity match yeah. and for whatever, like my, my, I did a joke about how my celebrity lookalike was Anne Frank. And, um, uh, and so I, I, it was just like a joke I did on stage and I got off stage and, uh, at the bar in the back, 
there was a girl who I thought was cute sitting at the bar and she had like a little uh, uh, like uh, messenger bag or whatever. And I could see in the bag, it was like wide open and the diary of Anne Frank was just like sitting in the bag. Oh my and God. I, I was like, I like was ordering a drink at the bar and I was like, oh, like I, this is not smooth or anything. I was like, oh, like my joke or something <laughs> stupid. And um, she was like, what? And I was like, oh, I just did a joke about Anne Frank. Uh, I was like, did you see the show? And she was like, no, I'm here for the later show. <laughs> And I was like, oh, all right. And like that was it. That was like the whole conversation. And then, uh, I don't know, a couple of days later, this is 10 years ago, so this is MySpace days. Um, oh, I got, it's really MySpace, okay. Yeah, it was MySpace days. Um, so a few days later, I never, I, you know, didn't even think about it. She sent me a message on MySpace. Like I was the girl at your show with the Anne Frank uh, thing or whatever. And so we like kind of flirted on there. And then we went out. We're dating, and you know, we had like a little three-week false start, which I'm notorious for because I, as soon as I'm like, oh, it's turning into a thing, I don't like it anymore, but or it's serious too fast or whatever. But anyway, we got through that. We had a little breakup. We got back together. Couple good years, and it was solid. And so then, what? What? Why did she break up with you? Uh, how did that well, happen? We had been together for about I don't know, probably a year and a half or something, and and things were going well enough. Um, it like it, for, and it's probably more me. I'm sure it's more me than her, but like, um, it just like some relationships just like kind of hit these like lulls where it's not like super romantic or it's not mm -hmm. like super. And I mean, I was, I don't want to say she's a amazing part. She's super attractive and she's super great. And, but like, I didn't think I just started getting to a point where I wasn't really that into it. And I yeah. probably should have cut it off a long time before she ended up having to do it. It just felt a little too brother sistery than boyfriend girlfriendy. Mm -hmm. And um uh I don't know. I think it I think it kind of hit a lull for too long. And um it still caught me off guard, even though we probably should have broken up at that point. But uh yeah. How there was a, so there was a day a, um, I went, I remember, I remember exactly. And it sucks because there's like a really, uh, I, w I did a comedy show that night, did the show, went home in a great mood. And as soon as I got home, she, uh, called or texted, like, can I come over? It was, it still felt like I, I got the tone in the text of like, can I, or call that, can I come over was bad, even though it didn't really say anything. And when she came over, she knocked on my door and I opened it and she was immediately, she was crying like already. And I was like, oh no, I knew, I knew it wasn't like she heard bad news. I knew it was us. Um, yeah. And she came in and we had a little, uh, we had a little talk on the couch that she hinted at something too, that she had like a connection with somebody else or something. Ugh. And I was like, wait, what? But it wasn't, but she hadn't cheated on me and nothing had happened, but I was like, it, it was weird. And um, I'd never been dumped like this before. And I like shut down. Like I couldn't say anything. I like laid on my bed and was like fetal position almost. And she kept trying to talk to me. And I was like, I don't know. It's just like, I didn't have anything else to say. And she ended up leaving. And um, I don't know. I was kind of like a zombie. I remember being kind of like a zombie for that night. I literally think I signed up. For like okay cupid the next day back this i'm talking okay cupid in myspace and stuff because this is old but uh 
But uh, when it happened, I was like in shock. And then like, I was like, okay, all right, next day we're writing and we're going to hook up with people. Like it was, I was like, they were just ways to, ways to not deal with uh, being sad. Sure. So like, yeah, I guess like, that's like the bulk of this is like, so when it happened, your coping mechanisms were like work, fuck. And like, did that work? Cause like, did you, for me, like I, this time I got dumped, I physically could not fuck anyone. There was like no one I was attracted to because that's my MO with any breakup. I go and I fuck whoever and I get on Tinder right away. And like, yes, but this one, I like, couldn't do it. I couldn't fuck anyone. I'm sober. I like, there was no numbing thing that I could do. Like I couldn't eat and I just sat and like, it was awful, but like. See, yeah, sober, like- sober, I would think would make it hard too. Um, cause I, I'm not a, I'm not a huge drinker. I'm a weed guy for the most part. But at that time, when, when I was, whenever I've been single and dating, it's always meat for drinks. It's just meat for drinks, uh, casual drinks, because if it doesn't, you know, it's the same thing. You have a drink. If you don't like each other, nice to meet you, nice to meet you, whatever. But um, when I was, especially then in my mid twenties in New York, being single, it was all just meeting people for drinks and then it turning into a lot of drinks and then turning into hooking up with a lot of people. Yeah, that worked. I think that worked really well. It worked really well. Yeah. I like doing that a lot Yeah, at the time. I don't, you know, at the time that, that got me out of it a lot. I hadn't. Up until that point, I had only slept with really like a handful of people, people I had dated and stuff. I had never had, oh my God, I had never had a time where I was in New York. I had never been single for a long, like in New York like that. And so it was a really, it really was a fun and interesting world to dive into casual dating in New York. So actually that was very helpful. Interesting. So it was like you got dumped. I also found out she broke up with me. The dude she was interested in was a magician, and that fucked me up. Wait, why? Just because I'm, I already, already as a comedian, we're already like, we're already like tough enough to like bring home to your parents. Like he's a comedian. You're like, yeah. Oh, really? Are you? What are you on? And you're like, at the time, like nothing. I'm already like low level, and I'm just trying to do this. And then you're like, I just magicians even. Just magician, I have full respect for magicians, but like for the, the skill level and everything involved, but just like on the. Yeah, you felt. It just felt really, it felt really lame. And it did affect me later because uh, another long-term girlfriend at one point told me she really liked magic after this relationship. And so I was like, all right, I'm not, I'm not fucking getting broken up with for a magician again. So for Christmas one year, I learned all these magic tricks as like a thing for like a present for her and stuff. I'm like, if she likes magicians, I'm just gonna fucking be that magician for her. And yeah. so I learned, I know a bunch of, I know, now I know a bunch of little card tricks. And- wow, so this breakup, so you were paralyzed and it was terrible for the night of, and then you were like, we gotta go. We gotta go, go, go. You did comedy. You, but also now it seems like magic has now come into your life and you're sort of a magician. 
from sort this relationship. Um, yeah. Very cool, very fun. Um, and like, it did work for you to immediately start doing things that made you feel good and productive. And that worked for yeah. you. It did at the time. You know what's funny? I, I think about now, if we broke up now, even I even like even in this quarantine and stuff, like we're not gonna break up. We're so good and, and whatever, but like I don't know what else I would do. If I if I got broken up with now, I'd have to go find an apartment. And I think I would probably just jump I would probably jump right back on dating sites and try to like try to make I don't know, yeah, I don't that's just going out and fucking people is the only way I know how to deal with it. I don't know if it's healthy or not. I mean, if it works, it, you know what I mean? It works. And I think like there is the saying, like, there's like definitely the saying, like to get over someone, you get under someone. And so like that for me, it's behind someone or to the side of someone. There you are. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, if you get over someone, you get over them because I'm a top, but you know, whatever it is. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it works. If it works for you, it works. And, and like, I don't think it's unhealthy, you you know, unless you're like hurting these girls or whatever. But I think it's no, a good thing and I think that, are, that that's the one thing that uh, I would say is not good about it, and that I've I've I actually learned before that like too late, I, not too late, like where I fucks people up or anything. But I think I did. I think I have gone. I know I have gone into places where. I've been in between relationships or too freshly out of relationship. And I'm just in my head, I'm just casually sleeping with people. And then when I, and then I, I realized like, Oh, this might mean, might mean more to the other person than it does to me or some really awkward, like we're going to stop seeing each other after just a few weeks of sleeping together. And the other person is, I, I'm definitely guilty of blindsiding some people. Yeah. Doing that. And literally, and, Honestly, explaining myself like, oh my god, I didn't realize I'm I'm like just freshly out of this thing. I thought we were just like on Tinder, screwing around and stuff. And yeah, I I know if I don't I don't think I'll ever be back in that position. But I I know that I would be better about that. And I do I do think it sucks that uh, uh, I was probably a little too casual about about some of them. Yeah, but you were honest. For me, my MO was like try to be casual, and then you're two girls, so never gonna be casual. <laughs> like not so then I would like have a like I was gonna like fuck this girl and that's it and then we end up dating for eight months so that's mm -hmm. what would happen in my case um uh, very gay uh cool all right well thank you it sounds like you you know we heard a lot of really great stuff from you and um learned a lot and uh we are gonna just wrap up with a couple segments one is like do you have an overall advice for someone who is getting dumped that your overall advice would be do you think it's just getting back out there Whoa, hold on one second. Hi, before we get to the overall advice, my name is Morgan Miller. You've just been watching me this whole time. I'm the host of Famously Dumped, and I've got a couple of things I gotta tell you before we finish up the episode. One, we have an email account, famouslydumped at gmail.com, where you can email me. Maybe you have comments, questions for our guests, questions for me. Maybe you have advice for our listeners, or maybe you have a story about getting dumped that you wanna tell me about. So please email me there. I'd love to hear from you, and we'll put it on the podcast. Two, you can donate to the show, which is great. How can you donate? At our Venmo, which is famously underscore dumped, or you can go on over to my Patreon account, which is Patreon, 
patreon.com backslash morganmiller1717 over on my patreon will live bonus episodes uncut episodes and other comedy material that i'm coming out with that will strictly be on patreon okay so head on over there and finally don't forget to follow me on social media yes i'm doing a social media plug come on it's 2021 let's get to it my social media is morganmiller17 across the board and also i'm on tiktok yes i'm in my 30s i have tiktok I kind of blew up over there. So go check me out. That's Morgan Miller Talks, T-O-K-S. And that's about it. You guys, let's get back to the episode. Enough for me. Bring us on back. I think, well, so getting back out there works for me. Other people, don't force yourself back out there. If you want to get back out there, then like dive into it. It's fun. And you don't have to sleep with people. You can just go on dates and meet people. Sometimes just even going out and getting a drink with a new person and you're flirty and there's some chemistry and you had a yeah. good time or something. And it's like, It'll just remind you, oh, yeah, there's more people out there. That's great. So I do love that. I don't know if I would do what I did and focus 100% of your energy into work because it's probably it's probably um, better or a little healthier to deal with your pain with your friends. Like, I do have friends I can talk to, and so I would talk to them a little bit. But for the most part, I just keep it to myself and work. And I would say it's probably better to your friends are totally there for you. Your good friends are there for you, but, yeah. but focus, but don't, but if you're down all the time, try to focus some of that energy into something productive. I do think that's awesome. Yeah. Um, third tip, learn some magic. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, I honestly no, don't like, think that's a bad idea. Honestly, here, I do circus stuff. I never, I never did magic on a first. I never was like, Oh, we're day, like first date. Let's do a card. I never used it for bad. I used it for a long-term relationship later that I was threatened by magic again. Yeah, yeah, okay, got it, we got it. You're not a nerdo magician. But I do think like doing, I'm into circus stuff and I like juggle and stuff. And when two breakups, one where I got dumped, I went and bought a unicycle immediately. And then <laughs> another one with this last one, I was like, okay, I'm gonna learn to juggle five balls. I've always wanted to do it. So I do think like putting your energy into something weird also is like helpful. I've, uh, I've definitely bought guitars after breakups there as well. It's just, sometimes you do what whatever you can afford, even if you can just afford uh, a night out of eating ice cream or something, if you don't have guitar money, CISO yeah, money. Try to try to treat yourself to some nice things every now and again. Also, uh, when I'm single, I work out like crazy because I let myself get a little lazy yeah. uh, in a relationship, as most people do. And then when I was single, I was like, I gotta get back in check. I'll, I'll, you know, do my running and biking and eating healthy and all that stuff. So some healthy stuff comes out of being single. But yeah, yeah. Um, Amazing. Okay, cool. Uh, two more segments, and then we're going to get you out of here. The first one is, Brandon, what's our first segment of the ending? And now, time for horoscopes. <laughs> okay. I just picture, like, if I, was, if I was angry, or if it was like I got cheated on or something, I'd be like, more like horoscopes. <laughs> um, so we're going to figure out if you guys were doomed from the beginning um, by talking okay. about your horoscopes. So Brandon, bring yeah. up the most reputable site to figure out horoscopes and if your love compatibility is correct. And that site is google.com. Uh, <laughs> um, so, so thank you. Um, so we're going to go ahead. Adam, what is your sign? 
I should know this. I am a Capricorn, Christmas baby, December 25th. Capricorn, I'm a Christmas baby too, but I'm a Sagittarius. My ex is a Capricorn. Um, what to, and then so Theodore was, what was her sign? I looked it up because I don't know. It's a, she's a Scorpio. Oof, tough one. Scorpions are tough. So, uh, but like super loyal, but when they sting you, oof, they sting you. And they don't often do it with magicians, but you know, to each their own. Uh, well, it so did work like, out with a magician. It, oh, really? Well, mm -hmm. there you have it. Um, so let's see. So Google, uh, so go ahead, Brandon, Google if a Scorpio and a Capricorn uh, are their love compatibility. What we do is the most reputable one is we just click on the first arrow and then we see what that says because that is oh, really yeah. accurate. So Capricorn and Scorpio are a couple that finds worldly power, uh, worldly power sexy and they thrive when they support uh, the other signs mastery, but in the relationship, the model of shared power works best. And when the delicate balance is in place, uh, this is an enduring match. So as that's said, interesting. Well, I think the horoscopes are a hundred percent accurate and true. So if the power dynamic yeah. wasn't equal and you guys didn't know how to share it, then you guys were fucked from the beginning. No Scorpio and Capricorn can do it unless they're sharing the power and each other's interests. There were some. There were some support issues. Well, that's your Capricorn and your Scorpio. Yeah, I know. I know. They're always. They're always. They're always spot on, and I believe in all of it. Capricorns and Scorpios are like. Capricorns and Scorpios are two like pretty intense signs that like are pretty like into themselves. Like they are loyal to a point, but like. Capricorns are like, I'm a go-getter. It's me. It's me. It's me. And Scorpios are like, yeah. I have this really hard shell. It's me. It's me. It's me. So like, it is tough for you two to like break that. I don't know. You know what? It's real. And that's all we have to say about it. You know, I, I think I, it's probably obvious that I am not a big uh, uh, astrology person, but I will say that this is, th this example is, that's, that pretty much sums up our, our, uh, our dynamic a little bit. It really does. Well, there you go. And, so, and what this yeah. show really is about is pushing astrology on people and mm -hmm. making sure that that is something that they believe in. I'm really pushing it on people. That's my you agenda. Converted me. Great. Last uh, segment. And then um, I'm unfortunately going to have to say goodbye to you. But our last segment is, Brandon, what is it? Yes, honey. Yes. So this is where we do three compliments for me because I'm feeling really shitty about my breakup and I'm very sad about it. And so I need people to compliment me. So three compliments for me sure. and you're done. Okay. Easy peasy. First <laughs> off, first off, just, I mean, and these are the compliments that mean the most to me for what I do. And I can gladly tell you that you are a uh, brilliant, hilarious uh, comedian. I love that about, I mean, just, this isn't even friendship stuff, just as a, just as a comedian who is honest, funny, brilliant, pours it all out, relates, to, whatever. I love all that stuff about you. You're great. Keep performing forever. I love that. Um, as far as your, uh, as far as dating and stuff goes, and I know that you're sad, uh, all those things that work for you as a comedian of being funny 
and honest and outgoing. You are also a you are also a physically beautiful person as well as a inside beautiful person. And you are going there are a million zillion people who are going to want to date you. So I know you had a tough breakup, but you will move forward and you will find a wonderful person. And I'm not worried about that for you at all. And uh, third, actually, I should have closed on that compliment. I think Jeez. you did because you said beautiful inside and out. So those are two. I mean, if you wanted, if you want to just let me off the hook easy, I guess that's fine. I mean, well, here's, another, here's the third thing. I love that. I love that. Uh, I, another thing I love about you is, yeah, you'll break, you'll, you'll have a breakup and you'll immediately buy a unicycle. You'll work on your circuit stuff. You do, you do, you do, you do the circus stuff. You do the unicycle stuff, the juggling stuff, the comedy stuff. Uh, I'll, I'll open what, an open, honest uh, uh, show about breakups. You're um, you're a you're a you're a think outside the box, march to your own drum kind of person. And it's it seems uh, unapologetic and sincere and great. And I think that's another wonderful thing about you. Well, thank you, Adam. That's very, very sweet. And this part always makes me feel uncomfortable because I am being incredibly self-indulgent, but it does make me feel oh, really? really good. Uh, uh, great. Now, 10 compliments about me. <laughs> um, I do. I'll do. Uh, you're so funny. You're one of my really good friends and we've run a show together. And honestly, you're looking good, babe, with that long hair. I'm liking it. Um. Great. So that's it. So that's our show. But where can we find you on social media? And you have anything coming up that we should be checking out? Um, Adam D. Newman on Instagram and TikTok. I've weirdly blown up on TikTok. I don't know why. Oh my God. <laughs> Adam I blown up. I, just, I can't believe I, I just I didn't expect how many. I'm just posting the same <laughs> stand up things I used to post on Instagram over to TikTok, but whatever. Adam D. Newman on those and uh, Adam underscore. Newman on Instagram. I mean, on Twitter. Uh, what's coming up? I don't know. Uh, I do have dates, but I have no idea if they're going to happen or not. Mm -hmm. So in the meantime, mm -hmm. if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch my special fuzzies for free, which is a few years old. And my newest album is called Squirticus, and you can download or stream that in all of the download and streaming places. Right. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. From MySpace to TikTok, Adam Newman. <laughs> That's really what this was about. It was the journey from MySpace <laughs> to TikTok. No dating on TikTok. That's too, they're not. That's they're true. Not, That's true. That's true. Uh, All right. Well, you were an absolute delight. Thank you so much for coming and being with me. I miss you so much. I can't wait to hug you and start up a show again together. I miss you too. I can't. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll hang. We'll hang when oh. this is over for sure. Um, Absolutely. Probably. Yeah. But now I'm sad I'm home. I'm I love you to pieces. Say hi to the lady for me, and um, I will see you soon. All right. Love you too, Morgan. Thanks for having Bye. me. I appreciate it. Bye. Bye. Bye, Adam. Guys, that's it. Adam Newman. What a gem. What a sweetheart. What a guy who has a butt, you know, pen holder. We love that. Um, that's our show, you guys. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, and I will see you um, on our next episode. Thanks so much. Famously dumb. <laughs>